Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Parental discretion is advised. Find yourself in the Beachview area of Pittsburgh? Check out the official pizza of this show, Slice on Broadway, sharing an abnormal obsession with pizza we can relate to. Check them out at sliceonbroadway.com and tell them this show sent you. Road to 500 is long. It is Wrestling Mayhem Show 498. I'm at Sorgatron. Mike Sorg here in the Mayhem Studios in Pittsburgh, PA. Ready to rock your faces off with mediocre professional wrestling. Ha! Let's get into it. Of course, with me, it is uh, Bobby F. Uh, birthday Town. It's Bobby F. J. Town. How you doing, sir? I am doing great. I'm in the new key demographic, but um, I got mm. some breaking news uh, from the authority. Uh, we cannot start this podcast unless Roman Reigns can defeat Sheamus in five minutes and 15 seconds. So we're going to have to wait at least that long to find out. Mm-hmm. Yes, we all have challenges. And the man that's going to be tasked with no- talking no more about how the Wyatts are misbooked for uh, five minutes and 15 seconds. It is Mad Mike from Poughkeepsie, New York. I still think Sister Abigail might be Undertaker's mother. <laughs> she, also, she also may be... The mother of Dudley's. Oh, oh! There's another. There's another Dudley question. We'll have to talk about it in our point. Dragons of Dudley's, Bobby. Dragons of Dudley's. <laughs> Why is Jesse Sorensen from Jud- Dudleyville all of a sudden in NXT? What happened there? <laughs> did, did anybody else catch that? What the? What the? Sorry, what he got hit in the head way too many times. What happened? Him or the announcers? What? 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 Although, also with us in this first segment, we're going to do a little bit of switch-ups today, but he is the voice of Inspire Pro Wrestling. Uh, he is Eamon Payton. Join us from San Antonio, Texas. Eamon, too, please, on the Twitters, and also my co-host for the Indie Mayhem Show. Yes, indeed, Sorvatron. I'm excited to be back once again on the main show. The first week I've watched, I actually watched like all of Raw, pretty much all of Raw. Uh, in a long time, so I got things to say. <laughs> Man, I was there and I didn't watch all of Raw. But anyways, um, <laughs> this is your Did wrestling you mayhem show. <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't leave the suite for the entire duration of Raw for some ooh, reason. Ooh, I didn't leave the suite. I didn't leave the suite. Excuse me, Mr. Hoity Toity. First world problems. Mr. There's not enough cocktail sauce in my suite. We'll, take, we'll Mr. touch on that. Mr. I bought a video game that was found by pigs that dig for truffles. What? Mr. <laughs> this, listen, listen to Boss Battle for the explanation of that. my ass. Listen to Boss Battle for the explanation of that. <laughs> anyway, this is your Wrestling Mayhem Show. We're finally hitting big time here on the road to 500. You can check out everything at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. Past episodes, past interviews with such names as, oh, I don't know, Krista Joseph of uh, Lucha Underground, DJ Zima Ion of TNA, uh, Mr. Raymond Rowe of, uh, of, and Cedric Alexander of Ring of Honor, if you can find them on TV these days like mike can't um 
they're all on there. Just look up all those names. We got a lot of talks, even from back in the day. I apologize for the audio quality five years ago. Uh, over at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. Subscribe to this show on the iTunes. Leave a comment on the iTunes. Even if you're not even on the iTunes, please leave a comment and start writing. It helps us so much. Or on the YouTubes, on the iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spreaker, all over the place. Audio, video formats, Daily Motion. There's a little bit of clips over there, too. Crazy you can follow us, Mayhem Show, on the Twitters. Wrestling Mayhem Show on the Facebook, on the Facebook group where we have a lot of discussion. You can join us right here at 9 p.m. Eastern Time at live.wrestlingmayhemshow.com. Just like our friends in the chat room, which include Wheels, Juggalo, John, some guy named Hugh, Buddy, and Brother Sorg. And also you can join us on the Patreon, patreon.com uh, slash wrestling mayhem show. Uh, people are putting their hard-earned money with our where our mayhem mouths are. And we appreciate it. And you don't have to do this. Even just share the show. We appreciate any way helping to get the mayhem out there and share it and everything. Uh, please go uh, check it out. And thank you to our Patreons this week, uh, including Bo Diggity. Bezos every week so I can say his name like that. Of course, our friend Antonio Garza, the man who gets the name straight in the Lucha Underground and Midweek War, and also representative of the, Re- the WrestlingRevolution.com. Please go check out their site. As well as Ed Burke has been joining us, and the Matthew and Jennifer Carlin's Foundation for Podcast Betterment. Uh, all, all friends of the Mayhem Show. Hey, if you guys kick $5 an episode... You guys kick $5 an episode. You can put that on a resume for as long as you're doing that, and we will back you up. And also, uh, after about a month of being an EP, we will send you Wrestling Mayhem Show's executive producer business cards like we have for our friends over on Awesome Gas. So I encourage you guys uh, in that as well. So And, with the- and by the letter Q and, and, and the number seven. What? And people like you. And people Thank like you, you Mayhemers. Uh, so what is happening? Oh, I, I see that on the Twitter. Uh, some people are, 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 are watching this show from their lavish suites as well as one, uh, uh, <laughs> as one, uh, mainstream Matt is as well. Oh, look at him with all the oh. fancy plastic cages for all of his wrestling figures. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. And I don't know. <laughs> something highfalutin because I like to say and, the word highfalutin and chinchilla furred no that's a Ham- different show hamsters show. I don't know what are we even talking about anymore? Well, this but, went great. Well, that was that was a that was a diversion. So, anyways, like I said, um, a, a few of us. Uh, I, I was in a suite last night for Monday Night Raw. Ooh! <laughs> Somebody who's a friend of the show that works for a law firm that happens to get some sweet tickets, some sweet, sweet, sweet tickets. tickets. We didn't get any food or anything. It's no caviar. It's just I got a place to sit. Aww. That's not a monster. Caviar. Other than the Kelbot, there was we a... actually ate unicorn. <laughs> Hashtag thanks Obama. <laughs> the new day supplied us with unicorn to eat. <laughs> Try the narwhal. Hi, <laughs> buddy. Hope I saw. I saw new areas. I saw new areas of the console energy center that I hadn't before. It was pretty fantastic. But anyways, um, no, hanging out with Chachi there and actually running into some other friends of the show 
not friends of the show, originators of the show, co-hosts of the show, Rarity Shad and Mayhem Missy. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Now, now wait, did you see Doc Remedy or did you see the man who murdered Doc Remedy and assumed his identity? I don't know anymore. Um, Shit. <laughs> no, it was good to catch up with everybody. Watch, watch the show, um, which I thought was a fun show, at least in person. Now, you, and, and and the big question I thought, like, it felt like if like, it felt like, um, like like the rest of the roster was lost on a bus somewhere, so we had to double everybody up into this ridiculous main event half an hour, too many people in the match thing. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I, and there's news. There's news. Uh, you guys were telling me uh, what happened to the rating last night, or that was in the Slack, wasn't it? I'm sorry, that was none of that you guys. Was that was yeah, none no, of you guys. About why Kevin Owens wasn't there? But yeah, yeah no, no. So yeah, then we're like, where's Kevin Owens? It doesn't make you know. But Kevin Owens, you're saying was down with illness, right? Yeah, he, we we found out um, via the dirt sheets. Uh, his his son and himself were uh, sick. So they had to actually go home. Um, they they kind of forced him home because he was really sick. Oh geez, so that's why he wasn't on the raw. Oh geez, so so yeah. so there's that, and also uh, and at that point, uh, WWE uh, apparently reporting the worst rated raw since before the uh, the uh, Attitude Era. Hmm. Wow. Um, and and we got to witness it here in Pittsburgh, and it felt like as far <laughs> as Pittsburgh goes, they you, were you get that honor. We get that honor, right? Right. We're the guys that booed Batista out of out of wrestling, and and we got this. You got to take your mankind on the cell. You got to boo Batista, and you get the worst rated raw. So you get Ray, Ray, the Ray Mysterio won't even come to Pittsburgh anymore. Nope. 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 <laughs> nope. Nope. Um, but it's it's uh, it is interesting because I, I thought they did a lot. Tommy Dreamer was a a, a honest surprise, a nice mm-hmm. surprise last night. We were. It blew our minds when we saw him come out there. Um, and they, they actually did their dark match was actually just it wasn't even a match. It was just a scuffle between uh, them, Kane and and the Wyatts, actually. Uh, so, I mean, that was really good for the Pittsburgh crowd. They were really, I thought the crowd was great. I don't know how it came off on TV, but they seemed energized most of the night. I only heard a boring chant when we were in that main event match that went too long, which really? let's be honest, I would have been chanting it at home. Um, I, I, I was proud of Pittsburgh. Mm hmm. They they were chanting uh, Tyler's gorgeous. Yes. Uh, they were yes. they were chanting like like things you'd hear on NXT. The like, rat the ratchet chant for Sasha. Like good yeah good chants from NXT. Yeah. Not the late latest chants that have been terrible. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought it was really good. I and I thought I thought all I thought the show was doing really well. Um, again, until that 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 main event. Um, and and even what we're talking about here before the show fully had some comments, right? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, these um the, the comments he made were actually from last week's show, mm-hmm. but they kind of spilled over into obviously uh, the ones this past week. I actually pulled up the uh, the Facebook post he made. It's, it's fairly short. I'm just going to run through some parts of it. He says, um, "I'm going to quote an article from July 2014 called The Sad Case of Zack Ryder, in which I wrote, quote." Eventually, people will get tired of finding out that the WWE superstars they have supported with their cheers, their signs, their purchases, their follows, and their likes aren't real superstars. And little by little, those fans lose interest in WWE, find other interests, and become former WWE fans. I am one of those people on the verge of becoming a former WWE fan. I'm tired of being told through Raw, SmackDown, and pay-per-views that superstars that I've rooted for, from Ziggler to Cesaro to Kevin Owens, aren't really top stars. 
no matter how strongly crowd reactions seem to disagree. Uh, he goes on to say, six months ago, my son and I traveled 12 hours from Eastern Tennessee to Orlando to watch Sasha Banks wrestle Becky Lynch at NXT TakeOver, one of the greatest women's matches of all time. Last night, in what I believe was their first singles match on Raw, Sasha and Becky were given four minutes. At a time where WWE desperately needs to make new stars, when they, when they need to give wrestlers with talent the opportunity to break through, they gave Sasha and Becky four minutes. Uh, and he kind of goes on from there. Um, and, and I think it kind of, I, I, I sympathize with a lot of his points is the, of the fact that, you know, they're in a period now where so many of the top stars are gone for whatever reason to where they desperately need to make new stars. And, and it takes work and it takes actual, you know, more than just sort of, you know, putting them on your show to kind of make them seem important and make them feel like, like big deals. Um, and, and while I think in aspects they're trying that in certain ways, like I feel like WWE is kind of just trying to, you know, truck on until Cena comes back or they can get Taker back or, mm-hmm. or, or you know, or they can get somebody that like they can, you know, rely on. Well, even even last night there was an announcement. I don't know if this this got out there, uh, but the you know the next show announcement was uh, uh, Brock Lesnar will be there on March fourteenth at Raw in Pittsburgh, and they were trying yeah. to sell t- push tickets for that. Uh, I thought it was mostly well attended. Uh, the the arena seemed mostly full. A lot of the upper deck, of course, tapered off. Uh, you know, I'd say I'd say uh, uh, two thirds of the available upper deck, um, not counting the you know the space. Um, <laughs> Uh, and everything. Sorry, there's some comments about last night. I'm going to try to share here in a moment from Twitter. Uh, but the, but but um, I I thought they did well there, especially with the pitiful performance that the house show did over the summer. Uh, that yeah. looked just sad in comparison in that in that in that house. Um, but uh, it, it's definitely also. Are we going to see this reflect in their financials? I think that's where where yeah. you'll start actually seeing something happen. Is when we get that call from Vince and uh, down across the board, down across the board. You know, everything has been, you know, like we've talked about in recent weeks. Hey, more people are watching on TV. Maybe just not as people are watching on Monday night where the ratings matter, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what to say. How do you guys feel? Now, again, not in, you know, try to uh, not be in a world where you are wrestling fans of things that are amazingly uh, uh, NXT and Lucha Underground. As just a WWE fan, how do you guys feel Raw has been typically lately? Well, the thing is, like, we we talk about how good NXT and Lucha Underground are. And a lot of people think they know the reason why, but I think they're kind of wrong. Like, what? why would you guys say you enjoy NXT and Lucha more than the rest of the product? I think just the ba- for I think the thing we say a lot is just storytelling, and yeah. and the and you know character development and stuff like that. Yeah, because I think a lot of people will say, "Oh, well, they have really good matches on NXT and Lucha." I'm like, "Yeah, they do, but they have really good matches on ROH." Impact, the in-ring product is generally very good. It's they take Lucha and NXT take the time to establish character motivations. Like honestly. One of my favorite seg- – I had two favorite segments last night. I wasn't able to join you guys in the hang- in the wrap-up because I was at work. <laughs> but I loved the Charlotte-Becky Lynch match. Yep. And the Stardust-Titus O'Neil segment. Yeah. 
like stories, backstage segments, character motivations. Like, why did Sheamus suddenly decide he needed six guys to be his backup when Alberto Del Rio wasn't even anywhere close to this mm. last week? Was mm-hmm. this supposed to be Kevin Owens? I think it might have been, but Kevin Owens was sick. I'm with you. I actually, I, I, I can completely see that, especially since Ambrose was on the other side of the ring. Mm-hmm. I and think Kevin Owens absolutely. is from Montreal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Montreal, which isn't so, even Canada practically. It's practice, but, practice, but France. I think, practice France. You, you look at the differences between those two, and, and say, say, I'm not going to say like exactly this would happen in NXT, but in NXT, this would build a bit. You know, Sheamus maybe would you know have some conversations with like a Barrett or a Rusev or a or a Del Rio or something like that, and then sort of plant seeds of of you know them possibly joining up together. They just joined it together in one week, and it reads like, okay, we have to scramble for something. Another so thing. Let's put all these. Another thing that NXT has a benefit of though is it's taped all at once, like four weeks of t- TV are taped all at once. And Raw is basically rewritten that same day. But, I mean, you say that's an advantage. I think that's a disadvantage. You have more time to plan Raw than you do to plan NXT because once that's set in stone, when the taping start, you can't change focus because you need to keep it cut to a certain amount of time. Raw, they have a whole week to plan this. Yeah, that's the other thing. I mean... I think there's something to be said for the compartmentalization. Uh, both Lucha and NXT have that. We're, we're taping X amount, X weeks at, at a time in a day, in a two days, whatever the case may be. So you can lay out a plan a little easier Long that term. way. Yeah. Like they're saying, we got to get through three hours tonight and we're watching all three hours tonight. We're not taking these three hours and splitting them week for the next three or four weeks. You know, I, I think that is part of the mentality too. And again, number of writers we've talked about formats and what you know what, what what's going on backstage in the past. Uh, I mean, I, I think it's just a different beast. And I think I think much like we you know if you talk about like to, I'm sorry, this is what I can compare it to. If you talk about other companies like like why is IBM not doing the things they need to be to be relevant these days versus why does something more nimble like an Instagram do all this stuff and it's more exciting? Like the sure. IBM is WWE these days. They're the old creaky corporate thing that can't move that quick. And your NXT Lucha Undergrounds are the Instagram startup fun guys that have an app on your phone and doing all the cool flippy stuff, right? Yeah. Does, does that work? <laughs> you can... I, I see what you're getting at. Yeah. I, I think... I think the format needs to change, mm-hmm. you know, eventually, whether it is, you know, obviously we mentioned before about the whole, you know, there's Len Sorg, you mentioned like the reason they're doing three hours maybe because of, you know, pressure from I think, advertisers or whatever, you know, like it's, it's a case of like, you know, the, the USA network or whatever is sort of pushing that whole, you know, you know, three hours thing. Um, and I think the I think NXT and Lucha are proving that the model can change. Like it doesn't have to be the way they presented it, you know, for x x number of years. Right, right, right. And I think they should also try and distinguish the raw product a little bit more, because I I know the stage stuff is expensive. I know it is, but when you see the same stage on Raw that you do on SmackDown, that you do on the pay per views, mm-hmm. that you do on main event that you do on Velocity, if you watch those shows, it just seems boring. It seems entirely boring. Like, 
look at Lucha Underground. It's set in a grungy, dirty temple. Mm-hmm. Like, it's essentially staged in an abandoned warehouse outside of L.A. And yet, <laughs> it is far more entertaining than, than like, Raw and SmackDown. What would we do if Raw, just for one week, decided to not put the big stage up and have the old intro, like, back in 93, where they just had the big Raw letters of... of Oh man, somebody's gonna jump off of it again. 120-inch, 120-inch monitor for the Titan Trons and whatnot, and then just a simple walk down instead of a big ass stage. And nobody can. Oh, oh, you mean you you mean like they used to do before in special episodes? Mm. Yeah, like they seem more fun because they're different. They do. They, they, I, I think there's a level of that where like the aesthetic plays a factor. When you see the same set over and over and over again, it does get very tiresome like it's mm-hmm. it's it's like okay we're watching like all the shows blend together you know what i mean nothing um, seems special right right yeah. exactly exactly it's just like here we go again I, i'm already finding myself bored with ziggler and and tyler breeze for like the third or fourth time mm-hmm. it's like we, we that's yeah. well, all we know is the boom 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 you know it, it is is to kick these together uh, i yeah I, I i'm with you on that it, there needs to be that distinction uh, but i also keep going around to isn't this the perfect time for somebody that's not TNA, um, that has something unique and has not Ted Turner level money, but enough to make it significant to to run up against WWE, uh, or, so or or no to one's take run up against WWE. What's that? No one's going to run up against WWE. No, no, because well, why would you run up against WWE if WWE is like faltering at this point and and nobody's going to put money behind them because they don't see the business. The business isn't hot. Very, very much. Mm-hmm. Everybody, everybody's picking up scraps of the the wide business that is wrestling these days. Um, you know, from your Inspire Pros to the Lucha Underground to WWE themselves, right? I mean, I mean, they're. I mean, though, we're not all watching Raw. We're watching as WWE fans. Some of us are watching NXT. Some of us are watching Raw. Some of us are watching SmackDown. Some of us are watching Smoky Mountain Wrestling. You know, I mean that it, it, like they've splintered their own audience at this point, and we all come together for WrestleMania. That's it. Yeah, that's it. They've done it. So, so you're going to see Raw continue to fail until until USA has a problem with it, right? And we, who knows how those discussions are already going. Um, I mean, they already got less than what they wanted for um, for the new deal for sci-fi, um, for SmackDown and Raw on TV mm-hmm. through, through NBC Universal Comcast. And SmackDown and Raw are going to both be on USA. Right, right. Which, which and that's going to stagnate even more. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's not going to help. That's not yeah. going to help at all. Um, I, and 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 I think I think that's just. But still, until does that does that still affect their bottom line? Since they are still picking up pieces here and there with WWE Network controlling it. Aren't we leading to a future maybe five years down the line where we don't even need the USA anymore? I think that's where they want mm-hmm. to go, to be honest, um, is to extend out that way. And maybe we'll get to the point where your superstars main event jacked and and, and afterburn and, and Sunday night Saturday heat night. and shock on Saturday nights. That's what you're going to see everywhere else. But if you really want to see what happened on Raw, that's going to end up being WWE America. I think sometime within the next 10 years, Raw or whatever replaces Raw will just be on the network. I think that was their original plan, but I, they, yeah. they couldn't get anyone to fund that. I, I, think, I think that is a – because right now, Raw and SmackDown push people to the network. 
like mm-hmm. if nothing else, they're advertisements for the network. Right? Nine ninety nine. I was this close to buying a nine ninety nine shirt, which is by the way four ninety nine <laughs> on WWE Shop. Yeah. Put that together. Put that together. I thought that was a, a hilarious point there. Happy Black Friday. Happy Black Friday, guys. Um, but. Could I mention that uh, Matt Carlin's posted in the Slack mm-hmm. uh, the the WWE Fan Council questions they asked. Um, <laughs> here are some of the examples of the question. Oh, should we all should we all answer them, Bobby? Yeah, if you want to. How often do people typically watch Raw? Once a week. Okay. What <laughs> other streaming services do they do they subscribe to? Like Netflix, I guess. HBO Go. <laughs> Yeah. I, I mean, uh, I don't see right. how that helps their what they're like. Ask about the actual product. No, 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 yeah, wait, no, 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 no. Other this is habits have changed compared to the the past. This, well, yeah, Mike, you have to see this as as the big thing. All the questions together, mm-hmm. not just what does each question mean. Yeah, I know. Right? Is this, how do this they, is how do they watch it. Raw live or DVR? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, a, check, that's that's the interesting question. I think that yeah. If they check before Raw airs to see which superstars are appearing. Which can you we even also, do that? The household watches Raw okay. or WWE. Uh, <laughs> reasons why they might fast forward or change the channel during specific segments. Well, see, I, <laughs> I, I think that's one of the key questions that they should be asking. Uh-huh. If they switch over to Monday Night Football on ESPN, what segments they prefer, matches, angles, video packages, etc. If advertising matches ahead of time would make them tune into a specific hour. Uh, how how they would rate the show overall, and how much time they devote to watching one two one one hour, two hours, or the entire show? And there's a big old ad for John Cena on Shop.com. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, can, can I? Can I, so I just I uh, one one more little bit, and then we, we'll move on to the next segment here. Um, I just finished the documentary called Electric Lulu. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, because they're the ones that coined the uh, uh, the sequel Electric Boogaloo uh, thing. Um, it was about Canon Films. It was the like the, one of the biggest B movie things. Actually, Rob, that does a video for us, uh, helping us with cameras at uh, IWCRWA, uh, recommended it. it's on Netflix. Um, and and I was really fascinated as we were talking about this, and you were given that because uh, at one point they were talking about how they were just churning out all these B movies. And I look at wrestling storylines sometimes as a really quick, down and dirty uh, B movie sometimes, right? Because there's no budget to it, etc. Uh, and, uh, and, and I'm thinking about like, there's a line where they're like, they're just putting out these movies and putting them out how they thought movies needed to be done. Not what audience audiences actually wanted to see. And I thought that really kind of goes right along with what we're talking about here with WWE and the listening to the audience. And we'll see where like something like this survey goes, right? That's only one data point and can easily be dismissed if they don't like the answers. And I think that's what happens too much with this company. So, one of those questions should have been: Do you often ask, "Where's Randy?" <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. Hey, stop bringing in jokes from other podcasts. I know. I'm sorry. Son to. of a bitch. There's there's inside jokes, and then there's outside jokes. Leave I them know. outside. <laughs> I'm sorry. Leave that. Oh well. No, I'm sorry. We are not. We're not talking. We. We are not the talking. We watch wrestling show. Okay. Yeah, you are not Chris Hardwick. Now, now, now on to our grunt of the night. <laughs> <laughs> that's from the. That's from the Attitude Era podcast. Sorry. Oh jeez. And I'm not an anti-advertising other podcast. Right, right, right. It's just I realize, like, wait a minute. I've heard something <laughs> like that. 
<laughs> and I don't want people to think that's that's, that's our gag. Yeah, I know that. I don't even know what our gags are. Actually, anymore. it's not their gag either. It's a Simpsons gag. Squisher. Oh. <laughs> and this is why Bobby. But, I mean, this, this is kind of where we're at with Raw. We're, we're yeah, so yeah. bored overall with the over. Like TLC should be coming. TLC is coming up. We should be invested. We have a triple threat tag title match that none of us really care about because can't, there's no reason to. Can't wait for that mm-hmm. stage match. I love a new day. You just care because you want the new day to keep winning. Who doesn't? Can't wait for that match. Amen, Amen. If they had replaced, you're not wrong. If they replaced the Usos and Lucha Dragons with the Dudleys and the Ascension, would you care any more or any less? Yes, probably not. More. I want to point out. I want to point out though through the Ascension. through the night. Um, um, first, like New Day was so over last night. Like to the point, oh, yeah. they were yeah. chanting "New they're, Day Rocks." They're all over the show. They they're, also no, 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 no. Let me let me paint the picture. They were they were chanting "New Day Rocks" in the in between superstars matches in the dead space. Okay. New Day wiped. came out and everybody was down with it, even when they they insulted the Steelers. Right? Yeah, he wiped a terrible towel all over himself, and they were still over. Yeah, yeah, and then the second time. And then the third time, and and then the half an hour match, and then it just went off the edge, you know. And, which well, it's still them doing kind of good, but but you know, this is the time where they should be pulling the trigger on something like that, mm-hmm. because there's nothing else going on, right? There really isn't. Why if not there say? Wasn't all right. Roman Reigns beats Sheamus at TLC. Yeah. E- either then or Royal Rumble, give Biggie Langston a title shot. Oh yes, just straight up. Give him a title shot against Roman Reigns. You have Roman Reigns trying to fight off the New Day. They can parallel it to people trying to fight off the Shield. It's a very simple story, and it involves someone who is over. Mm-hmm. Like, I legitimately over. I, I should also want to see Biggie as the WWE champion. <laughs> I also want to point yes. out, I also want to point out, Roman over last night. And those, and those side, the side plates when he wins the championship are just of, of uh, booties. Yeah, booty. <laughs> booty. All right, guys. You know what is not booty? I think I'm using what that. What is not booty? I think I'm using that right. Am I using that right? You are right. <laughs> okay. Yeah, right. You know what's not booty? It's Slice on Broadway. They're 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 not booty, and they're in Beachview, right here along the tracks in the South Hills of Pittsburgh, or the Main Street in Carnegie, PA. The uh, perfect pepperoni pizza supporting Pittsburgh podcasting for the last year and a half. Uh, check them out, sliceonbroadway.com, if you want more information. Some fantastic videos. Look at that. Look at that. Great stuff. That's some pizza really that's some pizzeria sexy footage right there. Ah. Uh go check them out. They're right. Uh they're they're supporting the podcast. It's delicious. It's from scratch. It's good stuff. It's PGH underscore slice on the Twitter. It's slice on Broadway on the Facebook and on the Instagrams. You'll get hungry. It's supporting the Wrestling Mayhem show. Let them know you heard about them here. And uh and, and go check them out. All right, guys. Um so uh, from that, first of all, uh, Eamon here is going to d- duck out for a moment, and uh, the Riz is going to uh, jump in here. So if you're not liking, like we said, the audience is split. You can find something on WWE Network from this area, era or last, right? And you know, we're enjoying Breaking Ground. I just watched the latest episode this morning. Um, you know, we're watching, you know, Table for Threes. We're picking up. I'm watching old War Games matches. Oof, those are rough sometimes um, for the right and sometimes the wrong reasons you're looking at this old stuff. And apparently there is some new stuff that popped up on the network. Riz, what is new on WWE Network that you guys are really digging or 
watching lately? Right now, uh, they released, I believe, NWA, WCW, mm-hmm. NWA era, WCW, and they released Smoky Mountain Wrestling, Woo! which I'll get into later. And I believe the other one was, uh, shoot, what was the third one? Uh, was it Mid South? I, I think it was Mid South. And oh my goodness, the 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 mullets alone <laughs> is, is worth is worth the price of a mission. Nine ninety nine. Nine ninety nine. Uh, but yeah, four ninety nine if you're wearing a shirt. <laughs> and for some reason, Smoky Mountain Wrestling WWE has a really really big affection to the uh, thrill seekers because each one of those ones that they put on there had some sort of match featuring the thrill seekers. Hmm. And, and, and they also had a nice young lady uh, by the name of Tammy Fitch. I wonder what happened to that lady. <clears throat> she moved. She moved. Cyber Monday. Yep. $100 <laughs> for more. Um, they stopped at the hair versus hair match between like it was right after the the scaffolding match which Jim Cornette almost died from Oh, I watched that one. <laughs> yeah. Uh there was that there was the one that was directly after that. So we I I saw like clips of that and brought back memories. Uh but they just posted like matches you'd see from like if you're watching ESPN Classic, like mm-hmm. some of the squash matches, some of the cool things on there, some of the promos which are awesome, um, and I've seen people watch the NWA WCW and think the same thing when they see the Ric Flair promos and all that. Uh, but but Tracy Smothers is on there, and and it's, it, it just his presence alone makes me feel weird because I've seen him wrestle before, like now. <laughs> uh, so it, it seems weird seeing him and uh, the partner that he was with, uh, was Bob Armstrong. Oh, okay. And then see the um, see Bob Armstrong's son have an amazing mullet, like all the way down to his back. Uh, it's like the only thing I can think of right now. Uh, Bob Armstrong. Uh, no, not Bob Armstrong. The, the referee, yeah. Scott. 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 Yes. Call it a Kentucky Waterfall? Yes. <laughs> uh, but if you guys th- – this this is why I, I wanted to get the network from the beginning, because of the old wrestling. I mean, the, the, the pay-per-views and all that are cool. I mean, we're going to have discussions about the pay-per-views being good and bad in, in the future, but the, the library is now expanding. And that's why people wanted to buy it. That's why I, I fell for it. That's why the, the WWE Network, it's going to sound like Michael Cole on that one, um, WWE Network was a thing because of stuff from the past that we want to relive. And some people want to relive, you know, uh, Tracy Smothers and, and who was it? Tracy Smothers, Bob Armstrong, and Road Warrior Hawk. Uh, versus the Funks. Uh, but, yeah, I just watched a few of the uh, 
Smoky Mountain Wrestling, and I'm hooked already. So I'll be in a rabbit hole for, for next week for that one. Uh, that's the only thing I watched, though. Like, I didn't watch the Mid-South or NWA, WCW yet. But... <laughs> I watched some of the NWA, WCW stuff. Um, I, I saw, like, I, I started in 85, um, and I actually, the second episode I watched had the infamous uh, Hard Times promo from uh, Dusty oh, Rhodes, which was awesome nice. to see, like, on in that context, you know? Mm-hmm. Um uh, one of my favorite wrestler, one of my favorite moves from it is the flying burrito. Mm-hmm. Uh, that guy, I can't remember who did it. Um, oh, but it, the the move was awesome. Um, the boogie woogie man, uh, that guy's Jimmy awesome. Jimmy, Jimmy Valiant. Valiant yep. Oh yes. Um, with, with with his street lady, he found. <laughs> He's like some street lady come uh-huh. up to me. Uh, Bobby. Found my street lady. Bobby. Uh, Manny Fernandez. Manny Fernandez. That's yeah. Nice. yeah. Flying burrito. Yeah, flying burrito. That's awesome stuff. Um, it's just really cool things. Like I, I watched like I think like three episodes. Um, one of them I watched at, at like at one in the morning, and I got a an achievement on my WWE uh thing on Xbox for Night Owl, which gave me zero gamer points. <laughs> But it, it was still cool to see, like, uh, you know, like, just the past. And it's it's cool to relive that stuff. I never I never watched, like, WCW back in the day. Um, I, I, I watched when Clash of the Champions come on because it was a free pay-per-view, basically, on TV, on the Superstation. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I started watching WCW Saturday night when it was on. Um, but I wasn't I wasn't a part of that, like, era. I didn't I didn't know NWA existed. Mm-hmm. back then and it, it was so. it's weird now in hindsight to, mm-hmm. see, to see like the topics that would be up for grabs on this one uh tammy tammy fitch or like, you know, yeah tammy fitch i'm gonna call her tammy mm-hmm. fitch um she was tammy sitch in ecw yeah she 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 went on on like a nice little tangent about she thinks oj is going to be guilty because she has the best like best lawyers i'm like Okay, and then like the next promo was Jim Cornette going, was just yelling about some sort of legal thing with, and he brought up Rodney King's beatdown. I'm like, wait, are they allowed to say that? Topical. Then I realized, oh wait, this is '94, so (laughs) it, it feels weird to say like, oh, that's topical now. So. It just felt awkward, but it felt good because they're supposed to be heels. And in, in 1994 in the South, yes, that worked. And that probably still works now, though. In the South. In the South. Mm-hmm. Right. In the South. Um, one of my favorite things, because I mean, I've, I haven't watched it on the network yet, but I've watched enough old NWA and Smoky Mountain <laughs> and uh, Mid South just based on my time at WWE. And one of my favorite things that they don't do anymore and they really should is in the old NWA, the stage they have for the interviews where like a lot of the famous flair promos took place mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it would just spill from that interview stage, which was literally in front of the actual ring. <laughs> that is my favorite thing. When you get the, when you get the camera shot, that's like pan out and it just shows they're like, in a sound stage, essentially, and you can see where the staging is set up, and then 
oh, they could just go right to the ring and have a match and do an angle. Like, yeah, superstar Billy Graham was yelling from the stage at somebody. I can't remember who it was now, but it was hilarious. Yeah, I mean, I remember watching Smoky Mountain when I was watching, and first it was the guy just sitting at a table with the microphone in front of the table talking to you about the, about the match and showing you a clip from that match. And then another one is they were standing in front of that table yelling at each other and then leaving to go to the ring mm-hmm. in the same yeah. spot. So that's the announce table. That's the interview desk. And that's the ring. It that's the ring. Yeah. Entrance. So, so it's so, like when you watch old eighties game shows, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like there's a certain kitchenness to it that just makes it seem like a lot more fun. So, so mm-hmm. I have no idea if he's actually like watching the show at the same time here or, or something, but I, I just happen to look over at Twitter and buddy Landell is talking about the exact same thing right now. Um, he says, one thing you know you, you get from watching Mid- Mid-South uh, uh, Smoky Mountain shows is how naturally good these guys were at promos. No writers, all off the head. And he says you can put those NWA shows with that, too. Uh, completely. There were not writers to the well, sense that we have them today in the scripts and everything. But, Sork, do you want to know why those guys were really good at promos? Hmm. Simple storytelling. Mm-hmm. Very simple storytelling. Like, if you had something that was just like, oh, this guy beat me up and caused me to lose my championship. I'm going to get back at him. And that's my motivation. Mm-hmm. That's my driving force. I can talk about that. But if if you're like, I don't know why Dolph Ziggler is fighting Tyler Breeze at this point. I don't not know anymore. why. Dolph clearly is not broken up about losing some array. Mm-hmm. The Rosebush. He's never mentioned off. it. He's never mentioned it. Rosebush. Yeah, well, we'll we'll get to that. But um, no, let's not. I mean, like, like there's no motive. Like, I I forget where Vince said it, but I think it might be on Austin's podcast. Like, he doesn't want to have wrestling for wrestling's sake. That's mm-hmm. at least three quarters of Raw. Mm-hmm. It's at least three quarters of Raw. Like, why was Brie Bella wrestling um, Sasha Banks? Where's Natty? I thought Natty was shooting with Team Bad. At her Natty party. Like, we should have had an uneasy alliance with Natty siding with Team Bella against Team Bad. That's an interesting story. You can build something off of that because Bree and Alicia would be weird that Nikki's not there and Natty wouldn't trust the Bellas because obviously they're the Bellas. Like, I, you I just come back into the simple storytelling. Like I can actually see that. Like back, do you know why the Attitude Era worked? If you watch Attitude Era matches, every match had a purpose. Right. The guys were not the best workers. <laughs> they did not have the best promo skills in the world. D'Lo Brown. That's all I have to say. But D'Lo, but anytime D'Lo was in a match, you knew why he was in the damn match. Right. Whether it was to keep his European title to get back his European title to hit someone with a chest protector to hit someone with his European title. Like, you knew why D'Lo was in a match, but I like Neville. What is Neville doing? Neville literally right. has nothing going on. Yeah, he was, he was doing, no, actually we're sitting, we're sitting there uh, watching the, the, he was made of any superstars with Bo Dallas. And we're like, you know, I, it, it saying like, I, I remember I watched these guys do a ladder match for the NXT title. I don't care to watch them on superstars for no reason at all. Right. Right. As good yeah. as they are. 
and and you're right. And you're right. You know, you're there to do the he does the red arrow and yay, there we go. And we we go home. You know, it's the it's it's comparable to Zach Gowan. You book Zach Gowan so the fans see a one-legged man do a moonsault. That's it. That's it. That's but, it. You know? But Zach Gowan had a believable storyline. When he, he was, was in WWE. In as the biggest Hulkamaniac. Right. He was attacked by Roddy Piper. No, no, no. And, like, I, and I'm not saying I'm not saying his WWE time. I'm talking about on an indie. Like, you pick him up, have him in a oh, match. Oh, okay. This okay, happens. Okay, okay. Like, and that's what they're doing with Neville. They put him in a match to do the Red Arrow, and everybody goes home happy. That's it. That's it. There's no story. There's nothing. There's the, there's just He goes, he has a cape. He's a dude that does a thing. I no. mean, you can do that, but don't do it with guys who are established names on your roster. Right. Get jobbers. What? Why? What is so wrong with jobber matches? They work on NXT. Right. A lot, and they, and they worked on like they worked on Mid South. Yeah. They worked on Smoky Mountain. I, I I saw a match with uh, Rock and Roll Express. They had a match with two guys in masks called the Infernos. I can't tell them <laughs> apart. <laughs> And they won in about maybe and five was, seconds, and uh-huh. it was great. So they, wait, how much do they have here? Like I, I I'm not seeing much of Mid South wrestling. Have like six for Smoky Mountain. Okay, <laughs> there's a bunch for NWA. Yeah, I see. Yeah, WCW has a ton over here. Can, can I just mention another favorite thing about WCW uh, or the the NWA WCW stuff? Hmm. Um, I love at the beginning of every episode. Tony Schiavone and David Crockett longly, longingly looking into each other's eyes when they're doing commentary. <laughs> oh, wow. uh, by the way, they just—I I guess they just put up new. Uh, did they have AWA on here before? That was the one they put up. Yeah, they oh. just put up that one on mine right now. Oh yeah. wow! Yeah, here it is. Here it is. Some so AWA. By the way, two episodes. Two episodes. For those of you who have not seen AWA, yeah, just look for every Nick Bockwinkel promo. Oh yeah. So good. He like AWA the matches to me when I was watching them were quite frankly a little boring. Mm-hmm. But I Bachwinkle promos, oh yeah, he was right born now, the wrong time. He was born the wrong yeah. time. Mm-hmm. Right now, he would be crushing it now. Yeah, Mid South has four. Yeah. Four matches. Four and we got some I'm sure they'll add more. We got too. the Go midnight ahead. rockers. What is happening here? <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> This is crazy. Is that like Jerry Sags? What is happening? This is so 80s. I love it. I love it. I think this is the thing that I put on when I'm like, yeah, I don't want to think right now. And here we go. Like I said, this is what the, the, this is for us. Early, not early nasty boys. Groups. The nasty boys. Oh, it's so great. I can't wait. Yeah. Yeah, But this is, this is for like the millennial groups who want to know more about professional wrestling. Oh come on! Like the millennials the don't care about this, right, Eamon? Well, he, he's <laughs> he doesn't care. See, about he don't care he about this care segment. About I didn't tell him to take a powder during this segment or anything no. to prove my point. Um, yes. No. Disembodied Eamon. Disembodied Eamon. Do you care Wait. about this? Sure. <laughs> this sounds like a soundboard. Is this really aiming? Is it an aiming soundboard? Yes, of course. Of Poopy course. diapers. <laughs> wow. Uh, no, but I, I, I think one of the t- things we always talk about is the, uh, you know, content being rolled out on the network and stuff like that. So yeah, it's cool that 
they have that out there now. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, go check that out. Let us know what you think. Are you watching some of it? Uh, I know Buddy Landell is, of course. Um, so Buddy uh, Landell's watching Buddy Landell. Yeah. yeah. Wasn't, he, wasn't he in WCW? <laughs> he was in the NWA WCW. Yes, yep. he was. Yes, he was. All right, guys. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit more. But in the meantime, hey, go check out IndieWrestling.us. Uh, we just got through a crazy Black Friday sale this past weekend. Thank you. A lot of people participating in that. A lot of people signing up for the newsletter. Thank you so much for that. Hey, if you sign up for the newsletter at IndieWrestling.us, you actually do get a free download of uh, IWC's 100th episode, 100th <laughs> event uh, with guys like AJ Styles, Christopher Daniels, a whole bunch of people. I think the Sandman might be on that one, too. Or Find that might Riz. be that too. Find Riz in the crowd. Um, so go over there, IndieWrestling.us. Get that for free. Check out Around the Indies with Matt Carlin. The Indie funny. Mayhem show is featured over there. And we're just starting. This is day one as we record this of the IndieWrestling.us Advent Calendar Sale. Starts on my birthday. It, yes, it did. Because <laughs> that's when every advent calendar starts yes, is Bobby's birthday. <laughs> um, every day we will have a sale. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on uh, May, or, I'm sorry, uh, uh, Facebook, the Indie Wrestling US uh, Facebook, the US Indie Wrestling. Yeah, I think we flipped that on uh, on Twitter. And you'll get uh, the sale every uh, day uh, from now through Christmas of one item on sale every day in digital download format. Uh, today, for instance, if you're on it, if you missed it, with Advent, one is the coupon code. Uh, you are getting uh, RWA's last show, Open Season 2015, for only $1.99. That included Flip Kendrick versus Amazing Red of all matches and so much more. What's going to be tomorrow? Who knows? Well, I know because I actually entered that for tomorrow. Yeah. But you don't know! So follow all that kind of stuff. And we're going to be featuring a lot of things from uh, the catalog all through the month of December. And we have a very deep catalog. Very deep. Very deep. Um, IndiaWrestling.us. Now let's take a look what happened last week at Sogatron Media. And we'll be back with the big birthday question from Bobby. It's it's a purely notification device. Um, that's what I like it for. You know, whereas the Apple device is more it, it of wants a, to do everything else. Exactly. Right. Yeah, this is just notifications. It does fitness tracking, which God knows I could use more of. Um, notifications and uh, steps. It also does stairwells now, which it didn't. The last one didn't do. I'm a freak for the WCW Cruiserweight Division. When I dig down and and look at the original Heavenly Bodies and uh, a lot of Simon Dean, obviously. Uh, from the chat, Eamon is saying, "Push Biggie at XT." Kofi, fire Xavier, he will have a home at Inspire Wrestling. (laughs) Hey guys, look, the crew is all here. It's the Wrestling Mayhem Show, and it's time for the big question, and Riz is stepping in on this one. Mm -hmm. Uh, and, And this one comes because today, if you guys follow if you guys followed us on Gold, we did a nice little birthday roast of one Bobby F. J. Town. Because it is his birthday today during this it's podcast. It's birthday, ba-da, ba-da, um, Bobby, Bobby. And one of the things we did last year, it, it was on Raw because it was on a Monday. Yeah, it was on Monday. We did an all-positive edition of a Raw hangout, which lasted – what, two hours? Maybe about two hours, yeah. After that, Bobby just quit. Um, 
so I want you guys to tell me and tell the, the Mayhem universe for Bobby's birthday, what are you most proud of in professional wrestling? What is your most positive thought about oh, like, professional like wrestling? Like generally? Mm-hmm. As of today. It can be about yeah. indies. It can be about overseas. It can be about anything your heart desires. What are you most positive about? This is the closest we're ever going to get to a new day on the wrestling yeah. game show. Have we not learned anything from the new day? Let's be positive. Power positivity. Okay. P-O-P. I, I, I got it one. down. Mad Mike, hold it down. I got one. I am proud of the fact. I, I got two things for you, Riz. Two things. Two things. Two things I'm super proud of. No, no, don't, 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 don't dress to me. Just no, to no. the birthday boy. No, uh, excuse me, Bobby. Bobby, I have two things. Okay. One you may not like, but I'm so damn proud of it. Okay. Um, I, I'm proud of the fact that Titus O'Neil stole my wrestling Christmas song theme gimmick. <laughs> he stole it. He blatantly stole it. Titus, I know you listen. I know you've listened to the he past follow- Christmas he episodes. Does, he does follow me on Twitter, by the way. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm saying. He's he too listens. Busy helping people. He, he's he's the real proud dad of the year. But the other thing I'm proud of is that I named a tag team in NXT and that is the Hype Bros. I'm proud of it. I'm proud of it. Damn proud. That made me very negative, but today's positive because it's Bobby. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, Riz, stay positive. Riz, stay hype. Stay positive. Okay, I got one. You got you got one for your birthday, I Bobby? One. I got one for my birthday. I bashed this. The, there's two people I want to shout out to in NXT. Two people that I have bad mouthed and bashed constantly. Okay. Those two people have won me over. Hmm. Oh no, no, Bobby, no. Yes. Don't. I'm talking about Dana Brooke. Yes. No, Dana Brooke has won me over. Oh, I, I like Dana Brooke now. I am on the Dana Brooke head train. Bobby, you're exactly right. Continue. The other person won me over because of one thing he said. I don't hate this person more than I hate Ryback now. Can what Bobby say it? It's Mojo Raleigh. Yeah! And you know why I like Mojo Raleigh? This positivity thing has gone off the rails. Because... On Breaking Bad, we're not Breaking, Breaking Bad. <laughs> <laughs> Breaking Bad, he did not. He was doing math. meth in the background. <laughs> no, on, on, that's on why he's so hype, Bobby. On Breaking Ground, when he when he was making fun of Baron Corbin for eating food, I, I I've been saying this constantly. I go around saying, "Yeah, eat that food." Eat that food. It's so fun. I can't help it. No, no, you, you guys don't understand. He does this. I do all the time. All the time. And, and, it, and I, I have, I have to thank Mojo for that. Even though he may not be my favorite wrestler, I am learning to like him a little bit more. Same with Dana Brooke. I like Dana Brooke now. I loved her feud with Oscar. I love Oscar. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He's the best. I mean, yeah. yeah. And I'm also happy that there are different 
uh, types of wrestling besides Raw to watch. We got Lucha Underground. We got NXT. We got ROH. We got TNA to a certain extent. We got, <laughs> we got a couple other ones. I mean, we got all these like we talked about, NWA, AWA. It, it, it's just wrestling's all over the place, even New though it may not be New Japan, even though it may not be the most popular thing right now. At least it's starting like the fringe stuff is still a thing and it's it's starting to catch on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that, that splinter, that fracturing like I was talking about. That's, man. That's it. Amen, 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 amen. What do you got? What is your Lord positive thing going on right now? Uh, the one Why are you the, positive today, sir? Eat the that food, that, amen. Hey, men rocks. Hey, men rocks. The one I could think of most recently, uh, and I, when I was watching Rob with Bobby and, and Riz, uh, uh, this came up. Uh, of course, the New Day being awesome, doing what they do on commentary, telling us how Biggie's his daddy, our daddy, but also our uncle. <laughs> um, Keep it tight. Uh, and, and then, and then, and then. New Day leaves celebrating, and what do we immediately go to next? A Team Bad uh, segment, or mm-hmm. a, team, a Team Bad match. That's like the perfect like link of everything I love about pro wrestling, just one after the other. Um, yeah, I'm very, I'm very uh, positive about that. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, Sword, you want to right. take this one? All right. I can't, I, okay. He just remind me. I kind of have a secondary one. I'm sorry. Um, I'm so happy that the Gobbledygooker had the best Thanksgiving ever in the history of the Gobbledygooker last week. And also, uh, Team Bad was part of the segment with with uh, New Day for the Thanksgiving yes. last year, last yes. last week. Uh, so, so there's that. Go talk, go watch SmackDown for that. So is the point. It's worth it's worth it for, for what? <laughs> Anyways. Funny was you remember Adam Rose about rabbit stew. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was a band aid in the castle. What yeah. the hell? Uh, but anyways. Um, also my positive thing is, man, we were kind of bumming. We're like, ah, is this guy ever going to debut? Why is he a bicycling enthusiast? And then we found out the reason we haven't seen front of the show, Logan Shulo now known as Elias Sampson, the drifter, uh, for the last almost two years, it was, it was, it was, uh, this month that I, I interviewed him before he took off for, for, uh, after at his last independent show. It's because he's been freaking doing an album with Jim Johnston because yeah. the Drifter got a music video debuted this week, man. Check yeah, it out. Food. Check it out. Man. <laughs> it sounds good. It is great stuff. I, I was overjoyed. I tweeted out IWC's all over the show. Oh, that was our ROH, too. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. He, he favorited it. And it's you know what? If you actually listen to the words of the Elias Sampson song, he makes a lot of references to other people in NXT. Yeah, like a lot of them. And I, I hope it's, I hope it's a series of things to come. Like he mentioned the demon. I'm like, if we get an Elias Samson Finn Balor match out of this, so because that's how John Cena started. John Cena called out the Undertaker in his in his first theme song. Yeah, finally, <laughs> just saying Cena used rap. Elias is using country, but work. It's more. Folksy than country, I think. I don't. I think it's more. I think it's more Bob Dylan than it is. Depressing. It's not. It's not country. I guess. Uh, Yeah. Even though when when they do bring him up in WWE, they'll probably turn him into country. Um, Be my baby tonight. (laughs) Spend my day working hard for the dough. Was that it? I hate rap. 
<laughs> All I'm going to say is this feud with Heath Slater on Superstars is going to be amazing. Oh. Oh. Anyways, oh. Um, I mean, what? Amen, Amen. That wasn't a knock. You're right. But you had to say it was on Superstars. <laughs> yeah, you listen, listen. One Man Band versus. Well, Heath Slater. Yeah. The Drifter in a one-man band. I mean, I think that'd be great. You know, that should uh, definitely uh, mid-card WrestleMania at least. Like, with a guest. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Okay, fantasy booking. Show. You guys, like Cindy Lauper. He's Slater. Now, who's in the corner of the Drifter at WrestleMania? Cindy Lauper. No. Honky Tonk Man. Wrong. Oh. Wrong. No. Wrong. Adele. Oh, hold on, hold on. What, what's his fucking name? Um, Tennessee Lee. Damn it. No. Florida Georgia no. Lowe. Garth Brooks's alter ego, Chris, Chris Gaines. Gaines. <laughs> Chris Gaines. That's who's in the corner. Christly. Carson Christly. I do wish. Ten- I do. I do honestly wish it was Tennessee. Christly does no, br- no best. He just did the full double J. Oh, hold on now, everybody. Anyways, uh, no. Me. If Tennessee Lee came in, he would just try and marry Lana. Colonel <laughs> <Yeah>. Rob <laughs> Parker. Let's be fair. Uh, oh, so. So for me, um, I'm positive that we are in the right direction mm-hmm. with professional wrestling. Like, it may not seem like it, but it seems like they're trying to do something. Like, WWE's trying to do something. TNA, even though we, we make fun of it, they're trying to do something, even though it's not working. ROH try to do something. Uh, Lucha Underground is trying and succeeding in doing something. NXT. New, NXT is doing something. Is promoting everything going on right with wrestling. New Japan, even though uh, the news that came out a few days ago uh, was a little sh- crappy, but but they are doing so good. Wait, wait, what news? What news? Hanma. <laughs> what? Uh, we'll leave it at that. Yeah, Hanma. Uh, what? So... Domestic, domestic abuse. Uh, oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but with New Japan, New Japan World, I believe it's and, mm-hmm. and yeah, that's by the way, uh, 9.99 yen. By the way, I, I Wrestle Kingdom uh, ten is going to be Wrestle English commentator commentary again. So mm-hmm. everything is moving towards wrestling being big again. <laughs> like right now, it's it's down. It's on a down it's on a lower step mm-hmm. and now it's starting its way back up that ladder right so i'm just happy that it's you know coming and yeah we're gonna have the little we're gonna have our downfalls we're gonna have bad things happen we're gonna have stupid things happen we're gonna have vince mcmahon things happen um <laughs> vince things we take the good we take the bad we put them together what we have Facts, Facts of life? life. Yes. Um, <laughs> so that's what I'm. I'm more most positive about that we're going in the right direction right now. But that's pretty much it. An awesome new day. I be Tootie. Um, I be Natalie. She was yes. that one on you the can, Twitters. You can, you can. Whoa, girls, girls. <laughs> what? Wow. Sword. Where can they where can they tweet us at? They can tweet us at Mayhem Show. Like what's happening? Other than my discussion about which tremors were worthwhile uh, that I'm having with tremors one and two sword uh, that I'm having with Miss Sinbin. Uh, but anyways, 
apparently Tremors, this has nothing to do with this show, but apparently Tremors, a uh, 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 popular, unpopular opinion, uh, Tremors franchise is a masterpiece of feminist cinema, and I will fight anyone who says otherwise. Uh, so there's that. Wait, Sorry, th- things are happening on Twitter. But anyways, uh, mainstream Matt, and it's in the wrong part. Uh, I, I'm positive about Lucha Underground Season 2, The Drifter, <laughs> Sasha, and Wade Barrett in a Raw main event. There you go. Yeah. Uh, and, and he also says, ain't waiting for Mayhem Mania, Elias Sampson versus Heath Slater. Book it. Book it. Book it. Book it. Put it in. I can't, I can't wait for Mayhem Mania this year. I'm oh, so geez. excited. For After we've like so kind of figured out the rules, that first version. Well, I, I think this year we should not allow anyone that's injured. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. But anyway. Oh, that's going to be hard. I know. Oh, that's <laughs> good... <laughs> that's, be that's like hard. half the roster. <laughs> They're gone. No. Randy. No Cesaro. Nope. Tyson nope. Kidd. Oh, boy. All right. That was... That was... <laughs> The Glad power. Way to bring it. Way to bring it down, Bob. Way, way to bring it back down and make it to me. We have uh, not learned anything from the new day. No. <laughs> but what yeah. did we learn from wrestling this week? We apparently need a Wait, lot of work. Is it? Is it yeah. time? I don't think it's time yet, is it? Um, well, actually, I wanted to touch base on because. Um, Damn it! That was a good segue. It was a good segue <laughs> if we we're going to do that. that. But I, I, I still, I want to have a little bit of discussion about this um, because I, I'm seeing, you know, you know, a, a few different ways. Um, uh, guys, are you buying Sheamus? Um, a lot are talking, and I agree with Sheamus is really kind of kicking ass as as being the bad guy. Um, uh, corporate Sheamus, I thought w- went over really well this week on Raw. Um, you know, for being kind of thrown into something like this, you know, obviously Seth Rollins was probably supposed to be the guy, or maybe they're supposed to get here anyways with Seth versus Rollins. Maybe only the tournament part changed, for all we know. Um, but how are you guys feeling on on Sheamus in this position? Uh, they missed a they missed a big opportunity on Raw. They have that John Laurinaitis suit. <laughs> they they, it's just white and red. Yeah, they they missed the opportunity just to shine the huge bright light mm-hmm. where literally all you will be able to see is WWE title, <laughs> like and maybe a tie. I got Sheamus is nude. Oh no, that's the suit. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no, Sheamus is doing good. I mean, we've never when when Sheamus is motivated, he can be a really great heel. Mm-hmm. He yeah. just again hasn't had a story mm-hmm. since he returned with fucked up facial hair, mm-hmm. which we never got a reason for. It was just like, here's a new look for Sheamus. I assume it's just because that was his look when he was doing Rocksteady. Mm-hmm. But now he has a story, he's good again. Mm-hmm. Sheamus was great when he was like, um, the the uh, like the guy who just casually beat John Cena and TLC and was being the super heel about it. Like, it, it's it's crazy how much our opinions of guys can change when they have motivation. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just want to add, they almost made me want to purchase a Sheamus shirt last night. The Sheamus five fifteen. I it's just awesome. kicked your arse. That's a great shirt. It, it's awesome. I like it. Uh, it, it, I, yeah, there's nothing else to say. I like it. <laughs> I, hope it I hope it sticks around. I, I'm, I, I probably am 
maybe the only one here, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, that's not fully in on this Seamus thing. Um, I don't know. I just feel like there, from a guy who, you know, earlier this year was wrestling in Kiss Me Arse matches, and, uh, you know, even the day he won the championship doing, like, stuff where he was, like, trying to act like Hood or whatever with the New Day. Yeah. Like, and, and and losing to, like, Ryback in, like, one of the Lucha Dragons and, like, one of the Usos. Like, I'm just because he has a belt and now that he's just, like, kind of being a jerk or whatever doesn't, I don't know. I, I feel like there needs to be more work put in as far as, you know, back goes. Maybe he'll get there eventually mm-hmm. for me, but I, I, I don't think two weeks of him just kind of being like a jerk or whatever, you know, is made him any different. They have time. Right. They have, they have a lot of time to build his character. Well, they, they have as much time as they want Roman to not have that belt. Mm -hmm. So if they want Roman to have that belt at TLC, they don't have a lot of time. But if they're waiting till Rumble or Fastlane, they got plenty of time. I think they're waiting for some a big pay per view. Mm-hmm. They're they're waiting for uh, whenever the majority of the six month or the the the, the year contracts are up for WWE Network. So they want to get that money because it is all about that money. But well, um, I don't think I don't think that's a big issue anymore because they're doing month to month. They're doing month to month now. Like you can literally yeah. buy one month of the network. Yeah, there's no contract anymore. That's not an issue. Again. They're they're trying to get your money from month to month. That's why you get the next pay per view pretty much lined up at the pay per view before, so they know you're going to drop the other nine ninety nine to make sure you see it. And that's why you get your packages of this is what's coming up. This is breaking ground from next week. There's a show we haven't even filmed yet with Edge and Christian. You know, I mean that kind of stuff. I mean that's that's the. Uh, hey, hey, stick around. Here's what's coming up, you know, kind of thing. And going back to the, the, the Seamus question, I, I I like Seamus being the heel because he is playing a heel. Nobody likes him. Nobody really likes him as champion, mm-hmm. which is meaning which means he's doing a damn good job being goddamn. Oh heel. wait, wait, wait! I just got a weird deja vu. Did we just have the same conversation about somebody like a year? <laughs> like, I think we did. Like this is sounding really familiar, but um, probably but, about Seamus. Probably about, <laughs> probably about yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably about Seamus. But I don't probably, know. But, but that's the thing. It's like I don't know. I don't think you can write off like people not enjoying a character as heat. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I I don't think I think that's kind of you know just to say oh this person's got heat because the crowd doesn't like them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like that doesn't. You know, they're not getting heat necessarily by anything that they're actively trying to do to get heat. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I I don't know. Like it, so he's it doing gets a good job. It gets down to like when when a fan, not like us, smart mark whatevers. But when a fan doesn't like Sheamus, they detest Sheamus. Like, they hate the sight of him. Yes. They're not entertained by the fact that they're main, being made to not like him like us. They're like, no, boo that guy. You look stupid. Screw that guy. He shouldn't be in the ring. Like, that is the conversation. It's like a Steelers fan talking about the Browns, okay? They de- they personally detest the Browns. You know, I mean, I mean, did you see that? Did you see that block kick though? I have no I, idea I what you're talking about. Browns with the did the most ball. Browns thing of all time. <laughs> yeah, 
I think I think it's hard to compare football and wrestling in that case because I think it all comes from the fact of like people detest when like Seamus maybe for example because they think it's boring. The outcomes are pretty. The matches are boring. But no, but they're not. But not just the matches. I mean, I, I, they don't. They're not supposed to get into their his matches. They're supposed to get into the fact that uh, they're being made more and more to hate Sheamus. So they'll get into the idea of Roman eventually beating him or trying to and reading him on or wherever that leads to. That's not. We're not. We're not supposed to like Kevin Owens. We're not supposed to like Sheamus. We're not supposed to like Seth Rollins. We're weird. Okay. Um, no, that's... but but, but I'll say people are supposed to. People are still supposed to be invested in those matches, though. Right. Like they're they're still supposed to be. You know, they don't need to cheer Sheamus when he does a cool move or anything like that. But Sheamus needs to, you know, create compelling matches to where, you know, they want to see Sheamus lose in in the sense of, you know, it's but it's you can still want to see someone lose, but it's still compelling. You know what I mean? Uh, there's a difference between that and Randy Orton wrestling Sheamus and them having a boring match. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Exactly. All right. Well, on that point, I know. What'd you learn from wrestling this week? Birthday nah, boy, do you want to go boy. first? Um, I guess so. I can go first. Um, I learned that I had a lot of fun last night making up things for Roman Reigns to save. Oh? <laughs> um, or, 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 like, making up things, like tweeting out... Um, <laughs> Justin Timberlake will make new music if Roman Reigns can beat Sheamus in five minutes and fifteen seconds. Fox will be, Fox will bring back Firefly. Yes, if Roman Reigns can beat Sheamus <laughs> in five minutes fifteen seconds. George R. Binks will be digitally added into the Force Awakens unless Roman Reigns can beat Sheamus in five minutes and fifteen Bobby, seconds. Bobby, he's already there. That's going to be Kyle happening. Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Uh, Gross, Mike. Misa, I didn't do any. <laughs> but I, I learned that I had a lot of fun doing that last night, and I want to thank Roman Reigns for at least giving us that. <laughs> so thank you. Tremendous, tremendous. Uh, Eamon, what did you learn? Uh, I learned from wrestling this week that, man, Cal Bishop has the worst life, you guys. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> it made me sad. He's literally just like, I'm, I, I, I'm starting to feel better. You know, I'm, I'm going to do some more stuff in the ring. And he's like, oh, by the way, you're fired. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait. It, it was the, the reaction to that was priceless, though. He's like, everybody's like, you're getting a raise. You're getting a raise. You're getting a raise. You're getting a let go. He's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> that was his reaction. I'm so uh, sad. But you saw it coming a mile away. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It, poor guy. Poor guy. But that's, that, hey, man, that's the biz, right? Yeah. <sighs> Anyways. Eat that, eat that food. Eat that, eat that food. <laughs> eat that food. Man, Mike, what'd you learn? Um, Other than eat that food. I I learned that TNA booked this tournament so that Pope can have one match where he makes nothing but He-Man versus She-Ra jokes. And my explanation for this is because Eli Drake has been dressing like He-Man, Pope has been calling him the Prince of Eternia, and he is wrestling Mahabali Shira. So oh. we will have He-Man versus oh. Shira. And yes, this was a thing I said maybe a month ago, maybe two months ago, maybe five years ago when this tournament started. And I'm like, 
we're not just doing this, so we're going to get He-Man versus Shiro jokes, are we? And it turns out that's exactly why we're fucking doing it. Yeah, eat that food. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. Um, where are we at? Riz, Riz, In case you're you wondering how good TNA's been, it boom! Riz. Uh, I learned how one segment can make me so happy and so proud and then so uncomfortable in mere minutes. I'll give you, I'll, I'll give, I'll give you uh, the, the actual thing here. Uh, the, the Ms. TV, Ms. TV for Monday. Uh, Rusev comes out mm-hmm. and, and introduces Lana. But before she does, before he does, uh, he mentions that it, she, he stops and argues with the crowd and going, we love even harder and just pauses so you can get that image in your head of Rusev and Lana doing it. And yeah, then, eat that food. Yeah. <laughs> Rusev probably did. Sorry, I did. It was there. And then when Lana comes out, they talk about – they just went back and forth about how much they love each other and how much they – and then they showed the picture of of them of, – of Rusev proposing to Lana in bed while Rusev was shirtless, and it was freaky on that one. And then what even made it worse was the guy that interrupted him was Tinder expert Ryback coming out and talking about <laughs> Dolph Ziggler going all the way with her. and uh, It made me feel so uncomfortable for true love. <laughs> I picture right back in the back going, tell me more, tell me more. Also, they used that picture again with Adam Rose and they digitally put a bra on Rusev. Mm-hmm. Which that's oh, not necessary. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Mike. Did you mean bad news, Rose? Hey, hey, any any Rose, Rose by any other name still has a shitty gimmick, Amy. Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Somebody Poor said guy. that was the Tim and Eric directed portion of Raw. <laughs> hey, but you know what? No, hold on, hold on. Uh, before we get this, what Sorg learned, Mick Foley said in his little manifesto thing that he said the guys in the Attitude Era were allowed to try and fail. Someone did read that part. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, they tried. Oh, yeah. no, they failed. Oh, yeah. They took his tag team partner away, though. Why Why don't we just do Leo Kruger again? Why don't we just do that? Because Leo Kruger wasn't connecting with the fans. <sighs> oh, and this is. <laughs> <laughs> right, 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 right. Uh, that's a whole other conversation. I, I, I really connected with a dude that wears blue plaid and, and just doesn't like stuff. Like, that's really... Um, I can sympathize with that. Blue plaid? That's, is it blue plaid or whatever? He, I don't know. He's got a weird outfit now. I don't know. Because he's the party pooper. Party pooper. All right, what did I learn from wrestling this week? Um... I learned that the suite is nice at Costco. Look who's all high for it. Like champagne out of a golden chalice. Man, one day, one day. Were you eating Cheetos out of a goblet? 
one day we'll have the Wrestling Mayhem Show suite at Console Energy Center, and we'll all be hanging out. And then we'll get promptly kicked out because we'll probably throw stuff at the guys next to us. Um, but anyways, uh, what, did, <laughs> what did I learn? Uh, what did the I learn? Sweet life was, was Sorg and Missy coming soon to Disney XD. What? I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't. It, it's, it's a show. It's a show. Mm. Mm. Okay. Sweet life. Um, I learned that Mark Madden is relegated to row two. Um, <laughs> so we're watching. So we, we you always catch Justin Lobar at the Pittsburgh shows in the front row. One Roman Reigns spilled his beer. Um, so he was upset about that. I, I you have to I have to listen to his Trib Radio show and see because he, he he was yell, ranting when I ran into him outside that he's going to use his pulpit the next day about that. Um, but I'm like, how does Mark Madden get like row two in that situation at a WWE show? But um, there you go. Um, I'm sorry, not very exciting of a thing I learned. Because but. most mostly people <laughs> will go, wait a minute, isn't that WCW announcer Mark Madden? <laughs> I know, <laughs> I know. By the way, probably paid for his tickets. So, um, but I don't know. Maybe maybe that's the difference because I know Labar was doing press stuff along with them at um, uh, 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 Children's Hospital all day. Um, they didn't also didn't cry this time. Thank you for not reminding us about Connor yet again and making Pittsburgh cry. Did they show? They don't think they showed anything. No, they didn't show anything. No, and they did a lot of stuff. They did a lot of stuff over there about that. There is a video online. Okay, that was our local news station. The local news had it. Uh, I think there's a video online about it. Uh, You'll Hmm. probably see something on SmackDown. Maybe they'll show it next week. I I think they just generally didn't have the video ready uh, for something like that since it was taking like all day for stuff. So um, they're too busy putting everybody in the main event. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, seriously. Uh, but anyways, um, I, and it was always like also the the thing I have not learned, but the thing I questioned is Ryback the guy you want to put in front of a small, frail, sick kid. It's kind of an imposing. Um, well, figure. I don't know. Has that kid read the secret? Ah, good point. Good point. I'll, I'll leave you on that, guys. It's been a lot of fun as usual. Wrestling Mayhem Show, WrestlingMayhemShow dot com, live at WrestlingMayhemShow dot com every nine p.m. every nine p.m. Eastern time every Tuesday. Every nine p.m. <laughs> all the nine p.m. All, all the wrestling. Wrestling Mayhem Show, WrestlingMayhemShow dot com at Mayhem Show on Twitter, Facebook, Google Plus. No, that forget Google Plus. Facebook groups, a lot of conversation <laughs> happening over there, and uh, and and of course, please subscribe to us on the iTunes, YouTube, Stitcher, oh, wow. Twitter, all kinds of places, video and audio formats. Patreon dot com slash Wrestling Mayhem Show if you want to support us monetarily, or please just share the show with a friend or an enemy if you think they'll like it. Maybe you don't like Frenemy. the show. Me, a friend of me. It'll be friend of me's. Uh, anyways, uh, uh, and all that stuff. Thank you so Let's much. The birthday boy, page. Bobby F. J. Town of InsertCoinToBegin.com. It was a fun evening. The the man with the, the the former employer at WWE at Mad Mike four eight eight three on the Twitter's from Poughkeepsie, New York. Yeah, it's it's been a good week, Sork. What? It's been a good week. Been it's a good been a good week. week. Been a good week, and of course the uh, the the voice of Inspire Pro Wrestling, Amen at Amen Two Please on the Twitters, joining me momentarily for Indie Mayhem Show with Methomofo from the RWA. Yes, indeed, I, I'm very excited. Uh, yeah, it's been a good week. Also, the Riz of Riz plays games and InsertCoinToBegin.com's yes. boss battle as well. 
speaking of uh, boss battle and video games, or uh, this was in the this was in our, our Facebook group. Uh, WCW versus NWO World Tour mm-hmm. was released in today in 1997. Hot damn! I was 17 years old. Hot damn! No, no, I'm great. Kyle. I was from our Facebook group. Kyle. Gonna like have to it. fire that up. Gotta go out to file that up. That's the was that the PlayStation or the N sixty four one? N sixty four. As the N sixty four one versus the world was was oh, the PlayStation. One of WCW Thunder. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> no, no. Not I played good. that game a lot. Not good, <laughs> man. I remember I was really impressed by WCW Nitro on PlayStation, and then I got the N sixty four version like last year, and I'm like, ooh, what did I see in this? Uh, but anyways, <laughs> anyways, I'm sure it was an upgrade from you know. Mm-hmm. WrestleMania challenge. Um, thank you everybody for joining us. Everybody in the chat room, uh, all night, Buddy Landell, uh, Wheels, and so much more all night long uh, for being part of the conversation, being part of the vibe around here. And uh, thank you so much. I am thankful for you guys. I know I didn't get too much into it last week from a lot of things, but uh, I am thankful for the Mayhem Nation that's got us so close to 500, and I'm looking for 500 more uh, because. Uh, I love it. I love it. Uh, thank you so much. Mayhem out. Just wait. Just wait. Just wait. Just wait. Wait for the perfect time to attack. Don't give up what you want. Take it back. Wait for the perfect time. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.